أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل على محمد وآل محمد الحمد لله الذي جعلنا من المتمسكين بولاية أمير المؤمنين عليه السلام My dear brothers and sisters السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Today's day 7 of the Ghadir Ma'rifat program and the first question for today is which recommended amal in the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah is connected to the event of Ghadir Khum and how can you create the connection and importance? So the correct or best answer is one of the amal recommended in the first 10 days is the two raka'ah prayer that is recommended to to pray right after Salat al-Maghrib where you recite in each raka'ah after Surah al-Tawheed you recite this verse from Surah al-Araf verse 42 Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Wawa'adna Musa 30 laylatan wa'atmamnaha ba'ashar fatamma miqatu rabbihi 40 laylatan waqala Musa la'akhihi Haruna akhlufni fi qawmi wa'aslah in the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, and we appointed Musa a time of 30 nights and completed them with 10 more. So the appointed time of his Lord was completed 40 nights. And Musa said to his brother Harun, take my place among my people and act well and do not follow the way of the mischief makers. So essentially, um, I would like to highlight the fact that this verse which we we recite or is recommended to recite for the first 10 days of the Hijjah as we started off that month of the Hijjah is this very verse which we just discussed a couple of days ago, um, the connection between uh, Rasulullah and Musa and the resemblance of Amir al-Mu'minin with Harun, the fact that um, both Imam Ali and Prophet Harun are successors, were appointed as successors uh, to the Prophet of their time. And um, in this case, when we reflect on this verse, Musa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invited Prophet Musa to come to him in Mount Sinai in a special meeting. And then later on, informed him that another 10 more days is going to be added so meaning that the trip is going to be uh, lengthened to 10 more days and we find at that time that Bani Israel um, you know that when they learned that it was going to be postponed 10 more days or delayed 10 more days those who who have doubts in their hearts they started questioning Musa or you know Musa said it was going to be 30 days now it's going to be longer is he speaking truth is he really a prophet so these are these are situations here that we find time and time again in the lives of every prophet that you know the believers the so-called believers you will find them uh, being hesitant being tested in these times where their faith is tested are they going to believe their prophet and have patience and have that confidence that whatever the prophet is doing and saying is directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or are they going to start having doubts so Bani Israel definitely manifested doubts in many different aspects and the Muslim Ummah is not very different from Bani Israel in many and more than one instance they especially the Munafiqeen who were who were among the Muslims 
exhibited signs and symptoms of doubt and hesitation in different aspects uh, of of the um, events of Islam that took that took at that time. وقال موسى لهارون موسى said to Harun, أخلفني في قومي. I am leaving you as a successor. I'm appointing you as the person to take care of the affairs after me. وأصلح ولا تتبع سبيل المفسدين. So essentially here. The idea of Khilafat is introduced, and we as Muslims, we have to be able to start connecting the dots. Um, in different days of the year, in different occasions, no one is specifically going to come to us and tell us, create this connection between this verse and Eid al-Ghadir. But we, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us aql, gave us the intellect, gave us a mind to think and use it. We can start reflecting and make these sound connections um, based based on our own reasoning, right? When we start off the month of Jadul Hijjah with this particular verse where the highlight is talking about the the idea of Khilafat, a prophet uh, giving the Khilafat to another person, then, you know, this, this is almost like setting the stage to what is going to happen few days later or few weeks later in the very same month, which is the day of Eid al-Ghadir on the 18th of the Hijjah where Amir Mu'minin gathered all Muslims in a place called Ghadir Khum, all the Muslims who were coming back from the farewell pilgrimage and Amir and uh, Rasulullah announced and uh, uh, the wilayat and the khilafat of Imam Ali السلام, where thousands and thousands of people could hear and see and raise the arm of Amir al-Mu'minin such that not a soul could not see who this person was, Imam Ali السلام, and after giving a well-known Ghadir speech um, presenting the fada'il, the merits, the virtues of Amir al-Mu'minin just like uh, a candidate that is uh, presenting himself or presenting um, their credentials in front of the people. Here we have Rasulullah presenting Amir al-Mu'minin and then presenting the divine selection. And so hence, we can appreciate from the beginning of the Hijjah, we can create this connection and prepare our souls and prepare our minds up until the 18th of the Hijjah. So nothing is in vain. Everything in Islam, uh, there's a reason for it. The fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose this verse out of all other verses in the Holy Quran for us to recite for 10 days, it, it is not a random um, act. It is from the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the second question for today, what connection can you make between Hajj and the day of Ashura? And actually, there's many, many connections that one can make. Um, just like we made the connection between the first 10 days to um, the day of Ghadir, we can definitely make the connection of Hajj, which is pretty much setting the stage for the day of Ashura one month later. So essentially, it is in the in the year 60 after Hijrah when Imam Hussein and his family made the intention to perform Hajj in the Haram. However, just before the beginning of pilgrimage, he suddenly left Mecca without performing Hajj. This was the time when huge crowds were entering Mecca for Hajj. The Imam Hussein was going out to the holy city with his family and followers. The fact that he halted and stopped his trip and and uh, reversed the plans raised a lot of flags in the eyes of many. 
such that we should be we should ask ourselves why is Imam Hussein السلام, leaving the sacred place in a very sacred time and abandoning Hajj there must be a good reason for this why did he leave Mecca why didn't he just wait just for a few days and just finish his Hajj and then go back to his business if there was urgency and the reason why is because the Imam discovered that some of the followers of Yazid had entered Mecca as pilgrims. However, they had the intention and mission to assassinate Imam Hussein in the very sacred place of uh, the Haram or in Mecca. And Imam Hussein, the last thing that he wanted was for his blood to be shed in the holy precincts. Uh, of the Kaaba which would be devastating for Islam for the message that it would convey and so he chose to protect the Holy Kaaba and uh, and protect the, sa the sacred uh, territory by exiting Mecca and as well as um, saving himself and for that reason he did not perform Hajj so essentially here we can create one connection between the Hajj season Imam Hussein leaving and abandoning Hajj in the, in, in the very last moment and connecting that with uh, the, the killing that would happen one month later. Also, Eid al-Adha is known as the Eid of Sacrifice. And um, we remember the story of, of Prophet Ibrahim when he was going to sacrifice his son Ismail based on divine command to slaughter him. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the very last moment accepted the sacrifice of Ibra Prophet Ibrahim salam and exempted him from slaughtering his son Ismail because he already showed his willingness and ready to perform this very difficult act. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, said to him, you are exempt and instead of doing the sacrifice instead I ask you or I command you to sacrifice a sheep instead and from this came the sunnah of the Muslims every year in Eid al-Adha sacrificing a lamb instead and this is just a sign and symbol for us sharing in this act of sacrifice which Prophet Ibrahim did centuries ago that we remember this this act of submission and sacrifice of Prophet Ibrahim and this is something that we can take in our own lives and look for areas and opportunities that we can sacrifice things that are beloved to us the most beloved and difficult to us that but we sacrifice it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fast forward one month later on the day of Ashura what was the great sacrifice presented on the tent of Muharram it was the sacrifice of Imam Hussein salam, known as Al-Dibh al as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran and we sacrificed a great sacrifice narrations and tafsir say that this great sacrifice is none other than the sacrifice of Imam Hussein on the day of Ashura so there from the day of Eid al-Adha we create a, a direct connection to the day of Karbala let alone the fact that the many um, acts of um, uh, rituals that Muslims typically do in Hajj itself whether it is going to Mina or whether it is doing Tawaf or going for Sa'i between Safa and Mawra each of these actions have direct connection with um, the symbols and the events which took place in Karbala and the day of Ashura again here this is not random Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a wisdom the fact that we are seeing these connections one month ahead of time to prepare us uh, emotionally and spiritually ahead of time till the time that the day of Ashura comes may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept 
uh, your reflections and accept your participation and keep us steadfast on the wilaya of Amir Mu'mineen alayhi salam. Jazakum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.